So, tonight's discussion, developing spiritual antibodies. All right. Wow. Let's start it off with a good prayer, okay? Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you for the breath in our body. We ask that we receive it. We ask that I, that I be used as a vessel to disseminate and to disperse the truth that only that you can give to us. We ask that this word comes humbly and is received humbly. We ask that you break every satanic and demonic stronghold in our lives that will try to block us from receiving this word with our active listening skills that are constantly being attacked by this world around us of nothing but distractions. So we ask that you create a narrow path for our mind. Allow us to receive the spiritual antibodies that you have in this word today. Line me with your spiritual armor from my head to my toes and allow me to disseminate what I need to give to these people out here and for what you have for me as well. For the greatest leader knows how to follow. So I'm following your lead, Most High, as a servant leader in this realm as we get into spiritual warfare, as we discuss spiritual warfare, as we get into this, uh, hopefully, a three-part series about spiritual warfare. This is the first night of it. And uh, let's get to it. Thank you for favor, grace, and love, and for this opportunity to give this message to the people. In the precious, precious name of Yahweh the Christ, your son, our elder brother, who, who sacrificed and continues to intercede on our behalf on a daily basis, we say, so be it, so be it, so be it. Amen, amen, and amen. Let's go, y'all. Let's go. So, we're talking about spiritual warfare tonight, y'all. I'm excited. You know, um, who knows what that is? First, I broke it down. So, we're going to go slowly tonight. We know what warfare is, right? Warfare. If you, do you know what warfare is? Do you? Let's look up the, I, I like giving y'all the real definitions. I don't want to give you my loose definition. Warfare is a struggle between competing entities. Think about what I just said. As we get into this discussion, I want you to remember. I'm going to have to grab this mic, y'all. I talk with this mic, so bear with me. Warfare is... A struggle between two competing entities. You feel me? So as we get into this discussion, you're going to see me talk about warfare more and more. Okay? So bear with me. All right? I just want to make sure this mic is straight. All right. So let's get into it. So when we're talking about spiritual warfare, we're talking about the two entities are, guess what? Man and Satan. That's an easy way to break it down. We're under spiritual warfare right now, y'all. This is why I chose this topic. Because we have to know, understand that the vaccine is not only a medical component, it's a biological warfare component in this, in this spiritual warfare that we're in, but it's also a spiritual component to this vaccine. And we're going to get into that in some later parts. But this first part, I just want you to understand warfare. Okay, let's go into the word a little bit. Okay. Hope y'all feeling good, man. Hope this music is resonating with y'all because it's resonating with me. So what is spiritual warfare, y'all? Spiritual warfare is a battle that's being fought on three fronts. Okay. 
it's being fought on the front of the flesh, right? Or of the sinful nature that man has inherited. That's the first component of spiritual warfare. The second component is the world that we live in. Or should we say the worldly items, the worldly pleasures? That's a spirit. That, that's a component that's used against you in spiritual warfare. Okay. Or the so the another way of explaining the world is basically the philosophy and lifestyle of the world that's opposed to the lifestyle of Christ. Anything that is going against how Christ lived. So the sinful world, worldly nature, is the second part. So you're battling the flesh. And you're battling the world. And last but not least, you are battling the devil and his demons. That is the actual spiritual component of spiritual warfare. So it's a three-headed snake, so to speak, that we're dealing with here. Okay? Okay? You understand? So the narrow and strict definition of spiritual warfare emphasizes that the third and underscores is the central role, although it involves the three. So... When we're talking about spiritual warfare, it really emphasizes the devil and his demons, but we're talking about battling the flesh and the world as well. So, guess what? The attack is constant, y'all. That's why it's so important for us to have our spiritual armor on at all times. So, let's get into one of the scriptures that I wanted to discuss as we get into spiritual warfare. And I found this excellent um slide presentation on spiritual warfare that i'm so thankful that the most High led me to it it's actually a lesson plan and it starts with ephesians 6 12 which said of course we wrestle not against flesh and blood you understand so remember when we're talking about spiritual warfare keep in mind that your enemy is not flesh and blood even though that's a component of spiritual warfare we're wrestling against spiritual forces that are manifesting itself in the physical realm, if that makes sense, in the things of this world. So as we get deeper into spiritual warfare, we'll get into examples of the things of this world that that are um, being actual vessels and tools of these spiritual forces that we're talking about, these demonic forces that we're dealing with out here in this world. Okay? For we wrestle against for we, for we are not fighting against people made of flesh and blood, but against the evil rulers and authorities of the of the unseen world, against those mighty powers of darkness who rule the world, and against wicked spirits in the heavenly realms. So this is what we're dealing with, okay? Now let's get into it. Hmm. I tell you guys, man, look. So when we get into this and it gets deeper into it's it's talking about, you know, how the warfare is against the flesh. Let me tell you something. And I said this in my in one of my um previous podcasts that I've talked about um you know, we were talking about the sins that we deal with and how um sins are synonymous with addiction when I talked about addiction. Understand addiction is a great example of warfare. Because we all have addictions. Addiction is nothing but a stronghold. What is a stronghold, y'all? Strongholds are sins of choice that actually turn into an addiction. That's basically what a stronghold is. It's, it's a sin of choice that you get so used to that it becomes ingrained in your nature. And that demon becomes 
a part of you, literally, because it's always with you. It's a, something that you have normalized that when and you, you you know how you know you got a stronghold in your life when somebody challenges your sinful nature and you become defensive. I'm going to give you a great example. Pornography and masturbation. We normalize these things, but we know that they're wrong. But we are quick to justify them because we are still slaves to our flesh. Remember, I told you the spiritual warfare that we're under is threefold. The flesh, the world, and the devils and demons behind it. And understand this. The puppet master that we call Satan, he uses the world to get to our flesh. Okay? Ah, oh, man, I tell you, this word is heavy, y'all. Galatians 5, 17 and 19. The acts or deeds of the sinful nature are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, and debauchery. Idolatry and witchcraft. Hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, meaning conflict, factions, and envy, drunkenness, and orgies. Okay? These are all examples of warfare against the flesh. Think about what I just read to you guys, and this is in the Bible. These are all things that we're going through right now. And most of these things, guess what? Especially sexual immorality have been conditionally accepted by society. Impurity, conditionally accepted. Idolatry, conditionally accepted. Witchcraft is one of the biggest religions now with the new age and with, with the with the new age children that are coming up. Accepted. Discord is everywhere, meaning chaos. It's become a norm in this society. Jealousy is normalized with our reality shows. Selfish ambition has been normalized in the form of vanity. Okay? Are you understanding what I'm saying to you guys? Like, these are all warfares against the flesh. And these things have been normalized. And the reason why I chose this topic is I want you guys to understand one thing. If we don't talk about these things now, we're going to pay for it later. It's the, uh, it, it is, it is, every, you know, the old saying where it says it, it takes a village to raise a child. It's our obligation as followers of Yahweh the Christ to spread his message. And how do we do that? Of course, we don't know everything, but we know our testimony. We know the sinful natures that we have. We know, and even that alone is enough to spread helping somebody who's going through something else that may be similar. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to be somebody who knows the Bible back and front. I don't know the word back and front, but I know that he dwells within me. I know that in my blood is the same blood of the most high son. You feel me? So this is where we are in this season. There's no doubt the chosen children of Israel. This is our, our first purpose and first message was to was to disseminate and give the message to the people, y'all. Why do you think the spiritual warfare is so deep on us? Especially in this season, because the enemy knows his time is short, and he knows that he has to attack the flesh, because the flesh is the weakest component. If he could attack, if he could attack the flesh, 
he makes us vulnerable to the world and to demonic suggestion. The other two people, the other two pieces of that spiritual warfare we just talked about earlier. Okay. I tell you, man, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm trying to move slow y'all, but this is heavy. This is heavy stuff. And there's so much that I want to say to you guys tonight. Um, I'm not going to go off on a tangent, but I wanted to mention this to you. This year is not going to be what you think it is. For those who think that taking the vaccine and, 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 and listening to Uncle Sam and White Zaddy, that's going to give you favor. That's going to return things to quote unquote normal. You, it's so far from the truth. In actuality, you're setting yourself up for a different level of warfare that you're not even prepared for in here. Because the reality is that none of us study, and I always say this, and we got to understand how the enemy is coming at us. He uses the world to come at our flesh. Do you understand? So that we can be vulnerable to demonic suggestion and possession. That's all it is. <clears throat> So one of the slides in here says it talks about the first order of battle to win against the flesh. And I'm, I'm going to emphasize this to you guys. It says a Christian cannot get into spiritual warfare proper if he has not won the war against the flesh. Meaning he doesn't have authority over demons if we haven't won the warfare against the flesh. And guess what? I'm going to say this to you guys. That warfare against the flesh is nothing to be trifled with. It's nothing to joke around with, yo. And that's a that's an everyday battle. Galatians 5.20 says it. It says, I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. So what it's saying is that those who live in this world is not only going to inherit spiritual warfare, but they're going to inherit what this world consists of and that's demons okay and and, and and satanic suggestion it is what it is i said this to you before one of the one of the biggest obstacles in this world is facing our own sinful nature and facing ourselves. you ever heard that, that that saying the greatest enemy is my enemy the greatest enemy is my enemy, meaning that your flesh has a mind of its own. I'm going to say that again. Your flesh has a mind of its own, y'all. And every time we engage in sinful sinful behavior, we open ourselves up to, to more demonic suggestion. We open ourselves up to be used in a way that we don't want to be used. You ever had <clears throat> something yearning? I'm, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use lust as an example. Have you ever had those moments where literally your genitals feel like they're on fire? I've had women tell me that. I know I'm not trying to be vulgar. Even in therapy, I've had women tell me that they've struggled with um, their sexual um, impulsivity, and I and 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 and. I know it's a demonic stronghold, but they don't know it is because what you use to sin with can be possessed. That's why it says the components of spiritual warfare. Once again, I'm going to keep giving you this Trinity right here. 
the flesh, the world, and the devils and demons that are in it, that run the, that 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 are behind the scenes. So every time we engage in sin, we open ourselves up to demonic suggestion, which attacks the flesh. You know, and we all battle in that fight. Matthew 12, 28. But if I drive out the demons by the spirit of the most high, then the kingdom of the most high has come upon you. The only way to drive out the things of this world, these demonic strongholds in this world, is through the spirit of the most high, through the Holy Spirit. You can't do it any other way, y'all. We can't do it any other way. We can't do it by ourselves. <laughs> and guess what? Free will is not... Let me tell y'all something about how free will has been used against us, this concept of free will. Let's clarify that today. Free will doesn't mean that you get to do what you want when you want to do it. I'm going to say that again. Free will does not mean that you get to do what you want when you want to do it without consequences. Do you know what that is? That's actually a part of the Satan, the, the, um, the, the uh, satanic doctrine of Satanism. It's called do as thou wilt. Remember, everything that they do is to mock Christ, is to mock the followers of the Most High. So they invert everything. They are not innovators. They are not creative. They are biters. They're followers. And they're deceivers. And they're liars. So don't think that you have free will to do what you want to do when you want to do it. Because everything has a consequence, you guys. Understand. Hmm. Yahweh's sacrifice was because of our lack of understanding of the intensity of the spiritual warfare that is out here in this world. We that's why he the word says he told the most high, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Most of us don't know the intensity of the level of the spiritual warfare out here because if we did. Most of us would probably kill ourselves, y'all, or be destroyed mentally. But I'm here to tell you that most of us are already destroyed because we have so many walking dead out here. So many people who have perished to themselves because they've given in to their flesh. Okay? So let's think about this for a second. This, and remember guys, I'm going by this, this, this slideshow on spiritual warfare and it's an awesome thing so just bear with me because i have a lot of other information that i'm going to be sharing with you guys and i'm going to break this up into um part part one part two part three series so this is part one so just bear with me it says to inherit the 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 term kingdom of god okay in galatians 5 20 refers to among the things in the actual powers for the actual for the actual exercise of powers of God, okay? And it says to inherit, quote unquote, is a legal term, which means to succeed. Hmm. To step into the shoes of. That's what it means. A Christian who is fleshly or carnal, although he may be considered to be in or have to be entered the kingdom of God, cannot step into the shoes of the most high. Okay, are you listening to what I'm saying to you? A Christian who is fleshly or carnal, although he may be considered to be in 
or have entered the kingdom of the Most High cannot step into the shoes of the Most High, meaning that if you do not strive to be righteous, you cannot inherit. So this is where the commandments come in. He may be an insider, but not an inheritor. Woo. I'm going to repeat that again for y'all. He may be an insider, but not an inheritor. Meaning that he can he can be in the he can be included, but he's not going to inherit the kingdom because he hasn't relinquished this world. I'm gonna give it to you in layman's terms. We all battle with sin, but until you're ready to give this world up truly, you will not inherit the kingdom of the most high. It's not enough. I said it, it's not enough to say, I love you, most high. I'm accepting you in my life. And, and, and give, be given salvation because you got to understand once you given salvation, that's when the sin comes, chases after you. The most high chases after those who chase after him. But guess what? Satan chases after you too. What did he do? He chases that. He chased. Job is a great example. I say this all the time. The amount of spiritual warfare that Job had to inherit. Okay. And he used him as an example. So what makes you think that you're any different? Black man, black woman, white man, white woman, Hispanic man, Hispanic woman. You're, you're no different. You're no different. The affliction is going to come to all of us who choose to step outside of this paradigm, who choose to go against the grain. Because this is not a time for weak. You understand? This is not a time for you to be weak and to be docile and to give into a system that wants to destroy you. I told you earlier, spiritual warfare is threefold. The flesh, the world, and the devils and demons that hide behind the scenes. They want to control you, mind, body, and soul. Where do you think Bill Gates came from? Where do you think, um, uh, what's her name, Kamala Harris came from? Where do you think Joe Biden came from? These are deceivers, y'all. These are not people that have your interest in heart. Understand this. If you study history. The government has never done anything for the people, but oppress them and suppress them with religion, with false doctrine, with dogma, all of these worldly things that are still components of spiritual warfare that they're using against you. I need y'all to I need y'all to work with me today. Because this is not a this is not something that I take lightly, and this is not something that I feel like you're gonna take lightly. And I want you to take lightly. To whom much is given, much is required. When you accept Christ, when you accept Yahweh's role in your saving, okay, because that's really what he is. He saved you from yourself with God's permission. When you accept that, you become an enemy of the state. I'm going to say that again. When you accept that, you become an enemy of the state. The biggest fear of the satanic elite is those who understand spiritual warfare and those who understand that love conquers all things and that we cannot do this on our own. So I don't care what color you are. Put that shit to the side. I don't care who you think you are. Put that to the side. You got to put your ego to the side in order to get to where you need to be. This is the time. Look, look, I'm going to say this to you guys. We need each other in this season. We can't do this by ourselves. 
one of the biggest, thank you, Most High, for that. One of the biggest um, tools of spiritual warfare that the world uses is the divide and conquer. The divide and conquer mentality is something that I'm going to be talking about in part two. And we're going to get into it deep. But I want you to understand this. I'm just going to go down the list. And I'm going to show you how the division has polluted 2021, the modern society. And the scary part is we've allowed it to seduce us and we get high off chaos now. Case in point, man and woman divided. Heterosexual demonized. LGBTQ uplifted. Are you following what I'm saying to you? Jew and Gentile divided. Islam, Christian, divided. Hispanic, black, divided. Chinese, black, divided. Where there's division, there's Satan. Where there's division, there's demons. Where there's division, there's sin. Where there's division, there's chaos. The greatest weapon is unity. It always has been. <laughs> what does that mean? Does that mean that we're going to agree on everything? No. But I'm going to tell you one thing. You have a common enemy. I don't care what color you are. And he wants your soul. I said it. He wants your soul. Doesn't matter what color you are. He wants your soul. Because he hates you and he hates what you stand for. So you can hide behind your covers. You can hide behind your, your, your LGBTQ movement, your Black Lives Matter movement, your Me Too movement. You can hide behind your Pan-Africanism. You can hide behind all of these things that, are, that really have been components since the beginning of division. While they sit back with their three-piece suits on, with their cardigan sweaters, with their skin, because they're not human, in their soulless bodies, laughing in disgust and still afraid of you in your sleep state. Even as they torturing us, they're still afraid of what's to come. Think about what I just said. Thank you, Most High. I'm going to say this to you before we get into the closing of this, because I said I was going to break this up into 30-minute pieces, okay? And I'm going to put this on my Spotify as well. So I like I, I thank you for everybody who's listening to me on Anchor and Spotify right now. They want us divided. Because when we are divided, we are weak. When you wear a mask, you're weak. It's another form of division. You have anti-maskers and you have masks. You have anti-vaxxers and you have people who are for the vaccine. Are you seeing what I'm saying about this division? We have those who believe in conspiracy theories and those who believe in the truth. Notice I didn't say my truth, the truth. You understand? We don't have a lot of time left, y'all. We're operating on grace and mercy. I know I got off script a little bit, but when the word comes, it comes. I'm not mad about it. I'm just thankful that y'all staying with me because I know it's hard to hear some of this. The goal is to develop to, for us to develop spiritual antibodies, y'all, for this warfare that we're in. Because we're under attack. 
There is no doubt about it. But you know what the beautiful part about it? Going out on a good note is that we have so many powers on our side. And even in our sleep state, we possess supernatural power, y'all. The power of prayer, the power of discernment, the power to call out, the power of laying hands. These are all spiritual warfare weapons that we can utilize. But we got to be in our right mind first. You heard what the word said. We have to cast away the things of this world in order to inherit the kingdom of the most high. <laughs> because you can be in the inner circle and still not inherit the kingdom. You heard what that word said earlier. So I'm challenging y'all. Be better. Let's do better. Period. You know. We're going to get into part two y'all. My time is winding down, but I'm going to do part two probably either tomorrow night or the night after that. I hope that this word resonates with you. And I hope that you remember that we are in spiritual warfare, y'all. We have moved from a physical battle to a physical battle and a supernatural battle in the spiritual realm. That's why you're getting this anxiety. That's why you're tired. That's why you're feeling sick. That's why you're angry because you're, you're wrestling with something. So today, I, I'm challenging you to rebuke those demonic strongholds on your life and on the lives of your family and friends and to choose love and to choose the Yahweh of Christ in your life. The Most High got you. All right? I'm going, y'all. Till next time. Part two coming up.